Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Plus Model Radio. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, October 27th, and thanks for tuning in. I've got a great show for you this evening. But before I get started, I just want to say thank you for supporting this show and helping make Plus Model Radio a success. If you didn't hear the last show with Kimberly Locke, make sure you go to our archives and listen to that interview. It was a really good one, and I was so excited when I went to her MySpace page and saw a banner for Plus Model Radio on Kimberly Locke's MySpace page, and what made it even more exciting is because we don't have Plus Model Radio banners. So whoever runs her website or her team created one especially for her interview on the show. So that was so exciting, and that's the kind of support that helps make this show a success. So thank you so much, and keep tuning in because we have more celebrities coming on the show. So look out for those announcements soon. Now joining us later will be Plus Model Maggie Brown and the president of CherishWoman.com, Nancy Baum. But first up is Michelle Weston. Michelle is one of the America's leading plus-size authorities, delivering empowering wardrobe wisdom and style therapy that works. Michelle has a distinguished record of changing perceptions of inner beauty and personal style. Her career has been spent in design houses, retail world, and the women's magazine publishing worlds as an editor for 15 years. In 2000, Michelle wrote Learning Curves, a self-help motivational style book, which combines the personal stories of authors and celebrities such as Kim Coles, Kathy Najimney, Delta Burke, supermodel Emmy, and Cameron Mannheim with her own journey. She has commentated fashion segments and appeared on NBC's Today Show, ABC's Good Morning America, iVillage Live, and numerous TV affiliates across the country. Ms. Wesson is interviewed as an S expert to such major media outlets as Marie Claire, The New York Post, Glamour, Cosmo Girls, and Oh, The Oprah Magazine, Red Book, Women's Day, and more. Michelle was recently proclaimed in the expert issues for Oh, The Oprah Magazine as the fashion plus-size authority. So let's welcome Michelle to the show. Hi, Michelle. Are you there? Hey, Shanice. Hey, thank you so much for joining us this evening. My pleasure. So I'm so excited to talk to you. You have such a great background with so many exciting things. So I want to start with your background in uh, magazine publishing as an editor. So tell us some of the projects you've worked on. 
Oh, God. You know, you fall sometimes into your business, and I fell into fashion in 1989 because I was working on a uh, benefit for AIDS, and I ended up meeting a lot of editors um, from Condé Nast, and one of those editors became a friend, and she said, you know what, you'd be a really good editor. And I was like, what is an editor? I came from the world of costume design and performance and scenic oh, design. So you, you didn't go to college in journalism or anything? I did not go to college for journalism, not at all. Oh. <laughs> so you never know where you're going to go and what you're going to end up doing. Okay. And that's an important lesson for all of us. Yes. Um, but I ended up falling into the world of fashion and ended up being with Mademoiselle magazine. Mm-hmm. And I actually was the one who took um, – Katie Brosnahan's job. Now, most of the world knows Katie Brosnahan as a woman who walked into our offices after she left as the senior accessories editor, and she brought this little handbag with her, and she said to all you know all the editors who had been there and met me and so forth, and she said, isn't this cute? And I said, yeah, it's really cute because I was taking care of handbags. And she said, her name, for all of you out there, is Kate Spade. Wow. But you never know, and I'm really making a point of that. You never know who you're going to meet, what you're going to end up doing. And the most important thing is to follow your dreams and to follow what you what you want and to follow your desires and really be a team player and really pitch in and be with people and do things that you really, really love. Exactly. And, you know, there's sometimes it's more of a challenge, you know, in modeling. There are certain stipulations because, you know, they're looking for a certain thing, and that may have nothing to do with you. And the biggest lesson, you know, having ca- you know having cast for so many years at different magazines like Vanity Fair and Cosmo and um, InStyle, and then, of course, the most important, Mode Magazine, when we started that up as a founding editor. Mm-hmm. But it's important to realize that everybody – has a certain beauty, and just because you're beautiful does not mean it has to be honored on the cover of a magazine. Mm-hmm. What's important mm-hmm. is there's lots of ways to explore how to share your beauty, mm-hmm. and um, that's now what I really work on. That's why I do so much body image work and body therapy work, because I want women to understand that they really are um, special, and um, to be that, quote, freak of nature who... Um, who is on the cover of a magazine is a very, 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 very rare thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Most of us are not named Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford, Christy Turlington, right. Tyra Banks, right. or Kate Dillon, okay? Right. It's just, it's not the norm. And if we can all find a way to share that beauty and express that, whether that's that we want to follow that in regards to becoming a fit model, becoming someone who does a lot of runway or does television, those are different categories of expressing and sharing your beauty. But I just think that the most important thing for women to do is to really celebrate who they are. And, um, you know, Mode Magazine was a very important very, very important part of my life, yeah. and I'm very fortunate. I really am. You know, not everybody gets to um, realize their dream, and I had a no. vision for doing a magazine for women size 12 and up because I'd spent years in straight size magazines and mm-hmm. saw the potential for making a difference with women. And 
and knowing that beauty had nothing to do with the size on your tag. Now, speaking and, of mode, yeah. why do you think it's so hard for plus-size magazines to survive in print? Advertising. Advertising. You know, and, and now it gets even harder. It's just advertising dollars are allocated and are very specific. They're umbrellaed underneath big houses like Hearst Magazine, where Cosmo and O Magazine and Marie Claire live, or Condé Nast, where Vogue is, or mm-hmm. Teen Vogue, or Glamour, or Self Magazine. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're sort of sometimes fighting an uphill battle to get the advertising in there. Um, Mode didn't close because of the audience. Mode mm-hmm. closed because they had to find a new partner because the big company that had <clears throat> become partners with the two ladies who started Mode. Um, we had 9-11 happen, and that mm-hmm. changed the landscape of, you know, the, the potential partner that they had did not want to come in at that moment, which we all can understand. So um, it doesn't matter how many people are subscribed, it's just about oh, the advertising. Oh, it was never the audience, never, okay. ever, ever. But you must have advertising, and you must have a certain level of advertising um, to be able to move the market, and Mode was able to do that. We were really able to really, you know, create headway with pushing um, the boundaries of, uh, you know, what happened, you know, now you now you ladies have Calvin Klein and Michael Kors and, and um, you know, Nine West and Tommy Hilfinger, you know, catch, uh, really going up in size. And that's really important to note, but that happened because we pushed the boundaries. And it's always important to remember that your wallet speaks millions and millions of dollars to the world, and we still are 65% of the population. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, it's it's really, really important to realize that, you know, being quiet and just complaining is not the way to change things. You just keep doing what you can do and keep pushing the way that you can push, and that's how we make headway. It really is, Shanice. I mean, you know, you do your Love Your Body campaign. All of those things help to push. Mm-hmm. And what's important, though, is that we've seen more and more um, stories in the straight size magazines. But, you know, what, what do I wish for? I wish for magazines to have more wealth stories, more big fashion stories that are more inclusive of all sizes. Right. Because I think we right. all want to feel like we're included in the party. Now, tell me, what inspired you to write your book in 2000, uh, Learning Curve? I think that, you know, it was just a time and a place of so much movement and so many designers being on board and having the platform and the opportunity to really say something and also to share it from women who were celebrated and self-celebrated, Shanice. I mean, I think that's the most important thing is that these were women who – some more celebrities like Cameron and Emmy and, um, you know, Delta Burke and mm-hmm. uh, the other women. But we also heard from some of the models and some of the writers that were out there. Wendy Schenker is a very important mm-hmm. voice, and I had Wendy share her philosophy because Wendy's really sane. <laughs> and Wendy, you, you know, you get to hear from all the time, you know, um, with her books – 
on being okay in your body. And again, we're back to that thing. You know, why do I do body therapy? Excuse me. Why do I believe that, you know, we all just want to be treated a certain way? Mm -hmm. Because I've seen what happens in the world, and I know that those same voices make a huge difference for all of us to be able to really express our beauty. And nobody should be discouraged. If, you know, if, if you're five foot three and you want to be a model, you're not going to be a model that's on the cover of a major magazine, but you have another way, another venue to mm-hmm. experience your beauty. And, you know, Shanice, it's important to, to understand that. There's still protocol, and that's just, you know, the world is the world. Is the world. You know, but then we see things like the Dove campaign that just make us all feel so empowered. That's what we want to see. You do a style therapy coaching. Now, tell us about that. Well, that comes from, you know, body styling. I think that style therapy is something to teach women to really reach out above and beyond what um, they believe. You know, there's women who believe, I can't wear a sleeveless dress. Mm -hmm. Well, You know, I always ask them, and I've asked them since the days of Mademoiselle being on the road and doing shows for Mademoiselle, you know, is that a can't or a won't? Because most of the time it sounds like a can't. And I think that a lot of times it's a won't. If you can't, I can help you. I can give you some ideas, tell you where people are and who has things that would really work. But... If you won't, then that's a whole other conversation. Maybe you won't because you really don't like them. And that's okay. I mean, all of that's okay. But breaking through, you know, in regards to style and helping women explore their sense of what they think works on them is really, really important. Is is style therapy actually um, like helping them with their wardrobe or is not um, anything hands-on like that? Yeah, no, it's helping women with their wardrobe. And, you know, the women that I help um, are not always uh, a size 14 and up. Sometimes they're a size 8 because women get crazy, you know, and women have a place that they go, um, and sometimes it's just not as healthy um, as we would like to see it in regards to how you feel about your personal style. Well, we've seen it a lot. You know, we see a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, help when we watch, you know, What Not to Wear, which is a brilliant show. And listen, I had the opportunity to work with Stacey London when I was at Mademoiselle, and she's a great, great stylist and a great um, woman who can help women get through things. And we need more people like that, Shanice. We need people like you and I and them to help women explore and express their own beauty. I mean, it's, just, it's so important to celebrate who you are and to be okay where you are. I mean, you know, we're not talking about not being healthy, Shanice. I mean, I'm always talking about being healthy, honestly. I think it's important that you're, that you're in shape enough mm-hmm. so that you can live your life to the fullest. Right. And find what you love and use that to express yourself, whether that's dance, whether that's swimming, whether that's horseback riding, whether that's walking or biking or taking a Pilates class or a dance class. It doesn't matter. Find out what works for you. But that in turn is like a sense of therapy. 
And you need to find ways to explore and experience yourself and share yourself. And the more we do that, the more we, we express ourselves, the better off we all are, really, because now, it gives more freedom for the next generation. Tell me about your companies. You have MJW Style Media, and then you have Selling Style, Inc. They work together. You know, Selling Style is something that I work with a great deal because it's easier to explain Selling Style. MJW Style Media is because I do a lot of media. I do a lot of work that is um, done with voice, that is done as a segment commentator for fashion segments across the country, whether that's speaking to a group or working with a store and working with consumers. That is a media media piece because, you know, I'm writing things or I'm being interviewed for media, and that's important to sort of note. Um, but the selling style part is the part that's the style therapy. That's the body conversations that we have with our own bodies when we go into those dressing rooms. And working with companies like Evans London, who is um, one of my favorite clients right now, helping them break into the U.S. market and bring trendy contemporary clothes that are for women who are wearing size 12 through 28, 30, and everyone should have that opportunity. It's different than Lane Bryant, who I love, or mm-hmm. Avenue, who I also work with. But you want lots of choices, just like yes. the straight girls. You just want choices because everybody right. should be able to experience and express themselves differently. I mean, you know, Shanice, you're good at expressing yourself, and you want clothes that give you the opportunity at whatever mood you're in right. to, to, to do that. Right. And, so you know, I, and I get to work with great people. Kim Coles is in there, who I know, who just did some things with you for Love Your Body. She's yes. an amazing force. Yes, yes, love her. Yeah, she's just an important being to be out there to say that message, to re- because she really believes it. You know, I mean, whether Kim wants to lose, you know, 15 pounds to be a size 16 again or 14 again, you know, we all go through that. We all want to be someplace where the, we're the most comfortable. But, you know, she doesn't step out of that double-digit range like I don't mm-hmm. um, to really own who you are, and she celebrates who that is. And, you know, I love her for that, and that's the kind of woman we want as as leaders, as people who say, you know what, this is where we are today, and this is who I am, and, you know, I'm somebody who, you know, can really bring something to them and, and tell them to just break those barriers. Now, briefly tell us, what do you do with DivineCaroline.com and Oprah's um, I'm Magazine? I'm a columnist for them. I write a column called Learning Curves based on my book. Okay. And I sort of challenge things and give women um, with curves ideas on how to break the rules, which I believe strongly in, and how to um, where and how to find things. So sometimes it's just really good resources, how to handle weddings, and um, and Divine Caroline is not a plus size website. It's no, no, no. Which is again the most important thing. I want it to be a mix up. We mm-hmm. are inclusive in everyone. You know, I love what Valerie is doing with Plus Model Magazine and her websites because mm-hmm. you know what? Some women feel more comfortable at a site that is purely for them, mm-hmm. and we should always have that option. Mm-hmm. But you know, my biggest vision is really to push women into um, 
really owning themselves in the big picture, and that is with everybody. Because when we're more inclusive, we are more included, and people stop cornering us on where we should be. And that's what I want to say. What are you doing with um, Oprah's magazine? Oprah magazine, you know, last year I had the opportunity to be included in their expert issue, which was a great honor, and um, be asked about great websites and great lines and tips for women who wear size 12 and up. And I was really honored by that. Um, I work with them now still to just, you know, point them in, you know, for their editors on new vendors and introduce them to some of the new people. I know that Lisa Kogan, who writes for them on a regular basis, is their editor-at-large okay. um, writer. She she loved the Evans jeans, and I was thrilled that we could get straight-sized jeans on a girl who wore size 14 and get her to love her body in that mm-hmm. moment. Pardon, pardon stealing from Shanice, but <laughs> loving her body. And that's really important. You know. You know how important it is. When you try something on and you feel good, Yes. There is nothing better in this world than to see a woman stand up taller and straighter and smile because she really feels like she is in herself. Exactly. Now, before you go, tell us if you have anything coming up we could be on the lookout for in your website. I will let you know, you know, um, through my website, and I'll let you know um, in regards to doing TV. I know I have something coming up in November for Great Day Houston, where I'm doing a segment with them for Fashion for the Holidays. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do a segment for WLS-TV, which is in Chicago, doing uh, fashion for um, for parties for New Year's and so forth. They're a terrific opportunity I've been working with for years, and I use the models that are in that area. And it's always great to really have the girls as opposed to in New York or L.A., who are those size 14s, 16s, 18s. And, you know, I use a size 20 in both Houston and in Dallas, in oh, uh, really? Chicago. Really? Well, you know, I like the mix, sweetie. Uh, you know, Shanice, you got to have a mix. I don't believe it's about a size 12, 14, and 16 all the time, but mm-hmm. I do believe that there are standards, and the girls that I'm using are normally above a 5-foot Five foot seven, five foot eight, because that's a standard that works on the proportion of handing somebody a sample. Mm-hmm. And that's really why you see that happen. It's not because we're saying a five foot four, a five foot five woman isn't just as beautiful. It just means that the samples work better because they've been proportioned out for somebody who's at least you know five eight. And you know that's that stuff. You know that's been going on forever, and that's why we're glad that we have things like you know like um, all of the real people stuff that happens in Marie Claire and Glamour because, and, and Oprah because it lets us see women of all sizes, shapes, and heights and all of those things, and they really celebrate women. And tell us your website where we can uh, book you for www.selling.com. And also check out Divine Caroline every month because I write a new column for them. Well, awesome. You have so much so much to talk about. We could talk forever. Well, so you, 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 to... you are yourself in that tuitionese. You are quite a force. <laughs> okay, so I am you. honored to be on here with you, and um, it was great to be able to share some things with your audience. Thank you so much, and best of luck on all of your ventures, and uh, stay in touch. 
Absolutely. Happy holidays, ladies. You too. Bye-bye. Take care. So that was Michelle Wesson, and she has, you know, so much history with the plus industry. So I hope you took notes of some great things in that interview. Now, up next is Nancy. Nancy Baum started her career in the fashion industry as a plus-size model. She has worked for major retailers, specialty stores, and various plus-size designers in both print and runway campaigns. Frustrated by the lack of trendy and stylish plus-size fashions available to curvy women like herself, she took matters into her own hands and created CherishedWoman.com, an online retail venture offering trendy clothes for plus-size women who expect to be as sexy and fashionable as their slender peers. The online boutique features high-end designer plus-size clothes aimed at bringing out the natural sex appeal of the modern woman, no matter her dimension. So let's welcome Nancy to the show. Hi, Nancy. Are you there? Hi, Shanice. I'm so excited to have this opportunity to chat with you. Yes, I'm glad we finally got you on the show. <laughs> yeah, I've really been looking forward to it. I forward to it. I've been a big fan of yours ever since I met you. And I appreciate and admire so much what you do for the plus size community. You're oh, a wonderful you. advocate, and um, I'm just very impressed with you, and I think this is an honor to be able to join you tonight on Plus Model Radio. Oh, thank you. Thank oh, you're you. You're welcome. So you're much. a one-woman machine. <laughs> you're well, incredible. now let's get to you. Let's get to you. <laughs> so before starting Cherish Woman, you were a plus size model. So tell us about your modeling career and some of the things you did. Oh, sure. I started modeling in the mid-1990s, and mm-hmm. at that time, the preeminent super plus-size model was Emmy. Okay. And not to sound like a big dork, but I wanted to be just like Emmy. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, as you know, for any aspiring plus-size model, she must have representation mm-hmm. to get work. And I got a list of all the plus-size uh, modeling agencies in Los Angeles. And mm-hmm. the ones that had a plus-size division, I called them up on the phone. And I did something a little bit backwards than what some of the other models do. As you're mm-hmm. aware, in order to get uh, seen by an agency, you have to send in your pictures and your measurements. And if they like you, they'll call you and have you come in. Well, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to take any chances that my pictures weren't good enough. I was so determined to be a model that I actually called them up and said, may I have some referrals to some photographers that you work with so that I could put some pictures together and send them so that I would have the best chance to get signed by the agencies. Oh, okay. And so I met with three of them, the top three that um, I got referred to I met, picked one that I liked, and he helped me put together a mini portfolio. Mm. And one of the benefits to working with a photographer that was referred by the actual agency that does plus modeling mm-hmm. is that he knows how to work with a plus-size model. Right. And he was so you got good pictures. Yeah, I got really good pictures, and he taught me how to pose, and it was the exact type of look that the agencies wanted. So when I did submit my pictures, I was so fortunate that every agency I sent them to wanted to sign with me. And so did you um, book jobs? Yes, yes. I picked the agency that I liked the best and got to work with them, and they started sending me out. I worked for major department stores, like you mentioned in the introduction. In fact, Nordstrom was probably my favorite client. Not only did they pay the most, but they also let you keep the clothes. So that was pretty fun. And um, I've done runway campaigns for a lot of designers, print and catalog work. 
I got my very first print ad that I got paid for from a major discount retailer. I was so excited. I remember the night before the shoot, I could not sleep. I felt like a little girl waiting for Santa Claus to come. <laughs> and um, the next day I get there, I was the token plus-size model. The other girls uh, were all straight size. And mm-hmm. they were, you know, getting to wear cute little dresses and tops and jeans. And then when it was my turn, the stylist came to me and she said, okay, Nancy, here are the dresses you're going to wear. And Shanice, I kid you not, she pulled out two of the ugliest moo-moos you have uh, ever seen. I mean, they And that were was before huge. we had all of these fashionable yeah, choices. Yeah, yeah. So my original claim to fame was modeling moo-moos. But I'll never <laughs> forget when that ad came out, I went through, it was in one of the Sunday circulars, and so I went through the paper and I saw it, and there I was on page two in my glory in a moo-moo, <laughs> rocking it like I could. And well, how did you... How did you move from that to um, starting an online business? Oh, well, unfortunately, um, I after I started modeling, I got in a very bad car accident. I was crushed in a head-on collision and oh. severely injured uh, my neck and back and had lots of surgeries, and it was a very long and painful road to recovery. And, you know, along with healing is a weight gain that comes with um, hurting your back and your neck. and my modeling options really weren't there anymore, and I was sort of at a crossroads of what to do professionally. And Well, why you know, couldn't I, you model? Because you couldn't do all the poses? Yeah, my body just wasn't what it used to be. I sustained some damage from the accident and wasn't mm-hmm. in the shape that is really required to be a plus-size model. So I... Mm-hmm. You know, at the same time, I was healing from the accident, and I was getting more social again and going out and dating. And I remember thinking, um, I need some new clothes because I want to look trendy when I'm going out with my girlfriends and going out on these dates. And much to my disappointment, after going to the mall, there was nothing there that was trendy. Everything mm-hmm. was grandma-like and so matronly. So I came home, looked online, and again, much to my disappointment, there really wasn't much out there. So I thought, huh. Maybe I can combine my background in modeling and use my connections in the fashion industry and start a website, because I'm sure I was not the only curvy girl out there that was looking for trendy clothes, and Mm -hmm. marry those two um, concepts together and create a world-class shopping destination, and that's how it came about. So what types of clothing do you carry on the website? We carry a large variety of clothing. We have everything from plus-size pants and tops and dresses We try to cater to all different types of curvy women and all different types of budget. We have high-end designers like Anna Scholes and Monique C. Their designs are very popular on our site. Mm -hmm. We also have the best plus-size denim jeans from Svoboda. That's a very popular label. Mm -hmm. Um, For the more mature women, we carry Gayla Bentley and Vicky V. Um, We're also privileged to have the opportunity to debut a new designer on our website last year, and that was... Olivia Harper, and she's got beautiful dresses and tops, and her line is just gorgeous, all made in the USA. And as we branched outside of clothing, customers were asking us for things like plus-size activewear so they could Mm -hmm. get sportswear and workout bike shorts. And then most recently we added sexy plus-size lingerie to our website, and that's been a lot of fun for customers to shop for that. And uh, most recently we added costumes for Halloween, We've had some big sales in plus-size sexy devils and plus-size playboy bunnies. So what is the size range and price range of your clothing? Well, our clothing is um, geared by the designer. Some of our designers start their lines at size 10, so we carry size 10, Mm -hmm. and we go all the way up to size 28. 
-hmm. Some designers that um, sell their products in 0, 1, 2, 3x, we have that, and we go from 0x all the way up to 6x. And as far as prices, we've got something for every pocketbook. If you're looking for the high-end stuff, we have that. But if you are on a budget and you're looking for a dress or a cute pair of pants or a top, we have that too. I think the most um, inexpensive thing on our website is about $10, and we go all the way up to $350 for a beautiful Italian wool coat. Oh, okay. So what advice can you give to someone wanting to start a business catering to plus-size women? I would say the most important thing that she should do to begin with is to spend a lot of time researching the marketplace that she wants to enter. She should understand who her competitors are, know their strengths, know their weaknesses, and decide what she can bring to the table that's unique and different so that she can be successful in that niche that, that she's going to bring to the table. I also think that um, it's important to have a mentor. When you're starting off in a new field, it's important to find an expert in that field, someone you can go to and ask questions, mm -hmm. um, someone that can guide you into making good decisions for your business. And Did you have a mentor? I'm really fortunate that I have um, a lot of designers that I carry on my website that have opened up themselves and made themselves available to me mm -hmm. and have offered to give me advice. And sometimes when you're having a bad day, they're a good shoulder to lean on. Mm -hmm. So I think having a mentor is important as well as researching your competitors. And then I'd also say start your business small in a specialty niche, something that you're really good at. And then let your customers dictate the direction of where your company wants to grow. Um, for example, when we started, we were just very high-end labels, very expensive, and customers wrote in. They said, we love everything on your site, but we want something that's for our budget. So we mm. expanded our line to include things that were less expensive so that we weren't excluding anybody. So it's really important to listen to your customers once you've been established and see the directions and products yeah. and services that they want you to have. Find a mentor, but make sure you research the um, the marketplace that you want to get into, know everything about it, become an expert in that field so that when you launch your company, you can have nothing but success. Now, you currently have a model search going on, so tell us how can somebody be a model for your company? Well, we are going to be picking our new model next month, so any aspiring models, um, please send us your pictures. We have a link on our front page that's uh, completely dedicated to the model search. You click on the link and it will give you all the information if you want to uh, apply to be a cherished woman model. We okay. also allow our model search winners to have their picture on the front page of our website. You can click on their picture and we will take you to a page dedicated to the model winner and we'll talk about their background, how they got started in modeling, what their experience was like on their first cherished woman photo shoot. Oh, so okay. we're very excited. So if you know someone or if you are a model, send us your pictures. We definitely want to see you. Now, is that open to all sizes of plus and all ages? It's open to all sizes and all ages. My only requirement is that you have to be at least a size 14, 16. Okay. Some of the modeling agencies consider size 8, 10 a plus size, yes. and I think that's just crazy. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> um, so it's important that they're at least a size 14, 16, and um, they can go up to any size because it's really about the attitude. When we get the model submissions and uh, we have a team of people that evaluate the photos that come in and we all vote, we're looking for someone that has a spark in her eye. She mm. carries herself a little differently than the rest. Um, for example, when Maggie Brown submitted her pictures in, 
I knew instantly she was it because there was mm-hmm. something unique and different about Maggie. So I think it's important that you send in really good pictures, but mm-hmm. make yourself come alive in the camera and so that your pictures have a really good energy about them. Yeah, you don't want to see the thongs and the naked pictures. And... <laughs> Janice should be surprised. We've gotten a little of everything. <laughs> oh, no. So you're looking but for yeah. professional commercial shots. They That's important to, to let the listeners know. Right. It's important that they send in um, a true, accurate picture, not a picture from five years ago, but yes. a nice, clear picture where we can see your face. And it's important that we see your body straight on and, and get to see, you know, your curvy size because we're not a, a discriminating company. We like all different shapes and sizes. But if you send pictures that are kind of promiscuous and a little bit, you know, group shots, this is your calling card. This is saying, hello, this is my my modeling career and and I want you to pick me but if you don't send in good stuff then it's hard to look through that to um, see the real potential there so do you have anything coming up we can be on the lookout for besides the modeling search well like I said we're going to be picking our model next month and then she's going to do a a photo shoot for us and be on our website Um, another aspect of our business as you know is having cutting edge clothing and we spend a lot of time on that part of the business traveling and researching and finding new designers and we're really excited because we have two new lines that are going to be coming to our website in January. Okay. And so you'll see some really nice new trendy styles coming out there. And we have also been contacted by a local designer in the L.A. area who thought mm-hmm. that our website emulated the type of elegance and grace for the curvy consumer, and they've asked us to do a line with them. So we might be debuting our own Cherished Woman clothing line sometime no in 2009 or 10. So we're very excited about that opportunity. Yeah, that's great news. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun um, having this website. Another thing that we did this year that we're looking to do more of next year is we dressed Melissa Lawson. She was the winner of Nashville Star, which is like the American Idol show for country music. Yeah. Through that, um, we've been exposed to other plus-size celebrities, and we have offered to dress other people. So you never know. You might see someone wearing our clothing on TV sometime soon. No, definitely. So before you go, tell us your website and spell it so everybody gets to the right website. <laughs> you got it. It's cherished and then a hyphen woman dot com. So it's C H E R I S H E D little dash W O M A N dot com. It's cherished woman. And so you go there to shop and you go there to um, enter the model search as well. Exactly. We want to have you come to our site, submit your pictures, shop with us. We've got some great sales going on, and come check out what we're all about. Well, good. Thank you so much for being on the show this evening. It was a pleasure talking with you. Oh, thank you, Shanice. And like I said, I've been a big fan of yours for a long, long time. Thank you again for all you do for us curvy girls. Thank you, and I'm sure I'll see you around soon. (laughs) Sounds good, Shanice. Thanks again for the opportunity. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And, again, that was Nancy with CherishWoman.com, a website with a lot of beautiful plus-size clothing. So make sure you check out her website. And there's a model search. A lot of you listening out there are interested in being a model, so there's an opportunity for you. So last but definitely not least is Maggie Brown. Maggie Brown got her big break in November 2006 when she won Tyra's Thick and Sexy Top Model Contest on the Tyra Banks Show. She was literally plucked from her life as an 8th grade science teacher and was tossed into the fashion industry. 
Her prize included a modeling contract with Wilhelmina Models, and since then, she has been breaking barriers by being one of the few successful Asian plus-size models in the industry. She is listed on AskMen.com as one of the top 10 plus-size models and has models for companies such as Walmart, Nordstrom's, Mervyn's, Marshall's, Torrid, and has been featured in Redbook and Plus Model Magazine. She can currently be seen in the Spring 09 campaigns for Savota Jeans, Target, and Laura Canada. Let's give a warm welcome to Maggie. Hi, Shanice. Hi, Maggie. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thanks for being with us. So tell us, before competing on the Tyra Banks show, were you interested in being a plus-size model? Did you even know what plus-size modeling was? (laughs) Well, I always had an interest in modeling. I was always kind of the odd one out. You know, I, I, I was tall growing up. I always stuck out like a sore thumb and I always felt like there had to be a place for me somewhere. (laughs) And, you know, so I was interested in modeling. I really did not fully understand, though, that there was a plus model board with agencies. I didn't Mm -hmm. know that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, literally the summer of 2006, before the Tyra Show, just a couple months before the Tyra Show, one of my girlfriends from high school hit me up on MySpace, and Mm -hmm. she had seen a picture of me. Um, that I had taken with my husband on our anniversary cruise we went on. And she goes, you know, she's like, you really should try this out. You really should try to be a plus-size model. Mm-hmm. So I wrote her back, and I said, oh, my goodness. I said, I don't have any money to do this. I said, right. you know, I don't know what to do. I'm like, listen. So I basically gave her a challenge. I said, you tell me what to do without spending a dime. And I said, and I guarantee I will do it. And, and she found the power of <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, you know, she hit me back with some great resources such as Model Mayhem and PlusModels.com. And I just, I mean, I am always looking to learn. And I just really got into it and started studying up and reading all about it and realized that there was this whole industry. Well, so wait, and, did, your um, friend, did your friend find the casting for the Tyra Banks show for you or you did that yourself? No, I actually was, um, I had insomnia, which I always do, (laughs) and and I was on um, Craigslist. She told me about Craigslist. I didn't even know about Craigslist. She told me about Craigslist. She said, you know, be real careful, but sometimes there's good stuff on there, and she was right, right. and it was 2 a.m. in the morning, just a general casting, didn't even say Tyra Banks, didn't have any email or anything like that, and generic Craigslist email, and I submitted a picture, and the next day the producer called me, and I thought it was a joke. I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) But But, glad you went through with it. Absolutely. So after you won the competition on the show, was everything laid out for you to have a successful career, or has it been a lot of hard work? You know, I wish I could say everything was laid out for me, but it really wasn't. Um, It's been a lot of hard work. And, you know, I love a good challenge, and this has definitely been a challenge. Um, Once I signed with the agency, you know, I knew that my size was going to be an issue because for Tyra Banks' show, you know, her, her, um, basically her, her qualification had to be that you were a size 18 or larger, which I was a very full 18 when I won the show. 
And I knew after all the research I had done that, you know, an 18, it's really hard to book print. As Nancy had right. said, you know, they use the sample sizes. So I knew that. And, um, you know, so I, I talked to my agent about it. She was really nice, very, you know, she was like, I, you know, do it the right way, feel comfortable, get down to whatever size you want to be at. If that's a 16, that's fine. You know, if you want to stay at 18, we'll try it out. You know, she was very supportive. And, oh, well, that was good. Um, yeah, really supportive, and you know, and I'm basically the person who jumps full on in. I jump in the whole pond, get all wet, and I said, you know what, I'm going for it. So I Googled a personal trainer, got a personal trainer, started working out three days a week for an hour, and then I'd go like swimming on the weekends with my husband, and he was really supportive, and you know, we started watching what we were eating, and and you know, and and that's how I was able to drop the weight, and. Really, I have to say, you know, it was it, it was the snack room um, in the teacher conference room that did it for me. <laughs> put on all the <laughs> so you know, and and um, you know, I've been able to keep it off, which I've been really happy with. You know, and and I'm not gonna lie, it's a struggle every day. There's so much mm-hmm. good food out there, and I'm such a foodie. <laughs> so well, so when did you decide to pursue modeling full time? Well, I initially, you know, had no intention of pursuing modeling as a full-time um, job. I I absolutely love teaching, and I love the kids. And um, towards the end of the 2006-2007 school year, I just found myself um, having to go to all these castings and getting jobs and having to fly out. And it was taking me away from teaching. And, um, you know, I'm all about quality education and I love those kids and I wanted to make sure they had the best education and I just felt like you know I wasn't putting a hundred percent into teaching because I was having to divide up my time and I didn't think that was fair and it just turned so happened that my husband um, was graduating from dental school and he was going to be making the move into his career and it just worked out where we were moving, and so I was able to quit my job, and we moved, and we were settled, and he, you know, he was really supportive, and he said, you know, why don't you do this? And um, and so I said, okay, you know, let's try it, and and so here I am, and it's it's been great. So, as I mentioned in the intro, you are one of the few Asian plus size models in the industry. So, is that an advantage or a disadvantage to you? <laughs> it's such a double-edged sword. <laughs> you know, it's definitely an advantage because there isn't much competition in my demographic, so that makes it great. Um, I think I'm one of three right now, and, you know, I'm the only one who's my height and my size. Oh, okay. And um, so, it, you know, that makes it great. Um, but it's also been a huge challenge at the same time it took me a long time to understand how the industry works, and I found out through a couple of talks with my agent that basically um, in the whole scheme of this industry, about 5% of the bookings call for a multi-ethnic-looking model. Oh, that and ambiguous. of that 5%, well, I'm sorry? That ambiguous ethnicity. Yeah, that really ambiguous know. look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you are. Right. <laughs> Um, and then of that 5%, and the fi- there's a 5% in that of which the bookings specifically call for an Asian. 
So it has been really a challenge. You know, I came into this industry going, I'm going to take it by storm. We're going to knock down the walls, you know, and it, right, it's taken right. some time. And my agent and I had to basically sit down and we had to strategize how we could market me more universally. Um, and, you know, that included changing up my looks and my portfolio and as well as, you know, she needed to push me harder on her end and send me to castings that maybe weren't castings, you know, for a multi-ethnic looking model. But then when right. I got there, oh, let's do this. You know, let's try right, it out. Right. And so, so far it's been really great. So since you mentioned, you know, there's not a lot of castings for you, uh, uh-huh. as a young girl growing up, did you find it disappointing to not find many people that look like you in magazines and on television? Well, you know, as a as a child growing up, I think I had a slightly different experience just because I grew up in the huge melting pot of Hawaii, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have the multi-ethnic people there and, the, you know, they have their television, their cable, their commercials. They all do have that representation so I never really felt like, oh, you know, what about me? Um, uh, and in Hawaii, they tend to actually prefer the more curvier woman, which I find so wonderful. You know, they find that beautiful there. And um, so I, as growing up, I never had that problem. But then when I came um, to the States and I was in high school and I started to really mix and interact um, you know, and the media started to really kind of come into my life and I was into the entertainment, then that was when I realized, wow, there's no television shows with, you know, Asian people on it or, you know, right. plus-size people. You know, what's going on? <laughs> right, right, right. So do you think not only the plus modeling industry but just entertainment in uh, general needs to make an effort to be more diverse? Absolutely. You know, I think if you work, you look up the word beautiful in the dictionary, I really honestly think that there should be a one-word definition and that word should be different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that whether it's different in looks and your size, your shape, your personality, your belief, you know, different and diverse is beautiful and it's interesting. And if everyone was the same in the world, it would be such a boring place. Yes. Now, in the Asian culture, is being plus size looked down upon? Um, yeah, it is. Unfortunately, it's it's a very big taboo subject. Nobody wants to talk about it. It's mm-hmm. not really addressed. You know, it's it's kind of dealt with under the rug where, you know, if you grow up in a family and, and you're a little heavy, they might restrict your food intake. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just not talked about. Um, they don't like to address the issue, which I think is very unfortunate. You know, it's a shame because there's such a huge untapped market out yeah. there for the Asian plus community in the Definitely. retail world. And, you know, as an Asian-American woman who is plus size, and I definitely have no other choice. This is how my body is. Right. (laughs) Um, You know, I feel it's such a wonderful opportunity for me to represent the demographic and present, you know, present it basically to the world and to the industry and the retailers and the consumers to show them that, yes, you know, we are out there. You know, this is who we are. So, you know, it's a great opportunity. 
so you've been able to overcome great odds to become a successful plus-size model because you have a lot of campaigns right now and, you know, great portfolio building up. So what has been your greatest accomplishment so far? My greatest accomplishment so far is my portfolio. It's really my portfolio. I take a lot of pride in the work I do. And, you know, a model's portfolio is sometimes the only thing a client will see before they actually book a model. And so it's really important. And um, I'm just so happy and proud of the growth that I've made in the past two years. I'm not going to lie. You know, in the beginning it was so hard. I knew what a model should look like, but I didn't fully understand how I could translate that in and of myself. And, you know, the greatest experience to date is when my New York agent called me and, you know, she called me just to compliment me on my portfolio and she had the most wonderful things to say and it just made me feel like I did it. You know, I did it. I'm here. I now can fight with the best of us. You know, and of course, I'm never 100% satisfied. I'm my worst critic, so I'm always looking for ways and concepts to stretch my limits. But, you know, I'm really, I'm at a point now where I just, I really feel very happy and proud of where I am. You should, you should. You've been able to accomplish a lot. It's very inspiring. Thank you. Anything new uh, coming up that we can be on the lookout for? Well, absolutely. Of course, you you already covered <laughs> a lot of the things. I'm so proud to be in Svoboda's fall and spring campaign. I'm so excited for them. They have a bunch of new things coming out. They're not only carrying jeans, but they're carrying um, little like jumper suits and a lot of different jackets and shirts, and it's amazing. And, and their jeans are now going to come in. Um, they're going up to a 36 inseam, which is great. So great for the tall woman which mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and, you know, along with the Target campaign, which was fantastic, I'm excited to announce that I'm actually now working um, as a correspondent for Curvy Girl TV, which is set to launch, set to launch in 2009, and I'm working amongst the best, such as you, <laughs> And that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. You know, I'm just honored to be a part of the groundbreaking production that Curvy Girl TV is going to be. I mean, their mission is to fill the gap in today's media to report stories related exclusively to the plus-size lifestyle. And I think, you know, that's so important. And, you know, we're getting out there. We're we're getting our voice out there. And that, that to me, is just so wonderful. And then, of course... um, I, I have to mention that I'm coming out in a little thing called the Flawless Calendar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited about it. I'm so honored to be in it, and I, I just can't wait. I can't wait till it launches. And it should be launching here pretty soon anytime. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and also your website was launched today? Yeah, actually my website will be launched tonight at midnight. Um Ooh. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's been in the in the works for about a year now. Um, really? Yeah, so I'm really excited. And my website is www, and it's P-S, Asian model, A-S-I-A-N-M-O-D-E-L dot com. So that's P-S plus size Asian model dot com. 
And, oh, okay. um, yeah, I'm really excited. I can't wait. So it's midnight, what, Pacific time or Pacific Eastern time? Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Okay, Pacific so we got a couple time. hours to wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll definitely look it up tonight. I can't wait to see what it looks like. I know it's going to be fabulous. Absolutely. So thank you so much for being on the show this evening. I'm glad we finally got uh, around your schedule. Cause yeah, you're... thank you. Thank you so much for being so patient and working with me. And thank you for all that you do, Shanice. I mean, you really have made my part of the career so much easier, you oh, know, well, because you. you're doing a lot of that, like, breaking down the walls and <laughs> And we're I'm able to come in. So it's it's just wonderful. It's wonderful to see how, you know, we as a community are able to work together to make yes. a difference. We all and this you've together. done a fantastic job. Well, thank you, thank you. So we will be looking out for all of your current campaigns and continued success on your career. Thank you so much. Bye. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye bye. So thank you to all of our fabulous guests this evening, Michelle Weston, Nancy Baum, and Maggie Brown. Got those two names confused. Tune in to our next show where we'll have more plus industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you but to keep you connected. For more information about our show, go to our website at www.plusmodelmag.com and click the Plus Model Radio icon. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, email us at guests at plusmodelmagazine.com to submit. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Plus Model Radio. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.